back quarterback number 19. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how oh, you can throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie, Bernie, oh baby, Super Bowl. Remember that one time we were doing this and somebody was watching? And we didn't know who it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that was weird. <laughs> Why would you watch this? <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to the newly numbered 62nd episode of Six Bs in a P. It's our 10th of season four. I'm your host, Brian Costco, here on AquabearLegion.com. Joined this week by three very wonderful co-hosts, Chris Poland. Wubba-lubba-dub-dubs! Snyder! I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> you just happen to be around. And right next to me, Sherry Oliver. Your beautiful wife. That's right. <laughs> Sounds weird. Your beautiful wife. I'm so disappointed. Oh. <laughs> Take that, Snyder. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to all of you out Playoffs? there in Six B One Nation. Uh, some new, not new faces, but faces that haven't been around here in a while, whose voices you you're kidding hearing. Me? Playoffs. The old face you voice. You kidding me? <laughs> Sherry's already yawning in studio next to us. For me, as it were. And it's a bye week, which I guess was better than watching the Browns. Yeah. We're going to, right? I had a great weekend. <laughs> yeah, I so did I. Yeah, good weekend. What'd you guys do? Uh, we watched uh, some really terrible, re- well, no, it was predictable wrestling. And then uh, uh, Chris and, and, uh, and some other people painted some tiny little models while I napped. So it was pretty much my perfect weekend. <laughs> Did you nap like in the same room while they painted it and Sherry no. has models? <laughs> uh, we were painting Warhammer minis and then we had a game on Sunday. It was nice. Were you in the room sleeping, Snyder, while they were no. painting? Uh, while they were painting? No, I was, I was in the room next door, kind of. But they had, they, they had like... Uh, a lot of Chicago playing, and uh, like I was saying to Chris that I remember my father used to love to play Chicago. Right, I loved that band. So my kind of guy. Like, yeah, it just felt like a lazy Saturday when I was young. And I was like, I'm not good enough. Yeah, there you go. I like to picture you sleeping like on a table. <laughs> Everybody is actually painting them on you, like. Resting them on various spots. Like someone's doing one on your forehead. You're just sleeping and Chicago's playing. We'll do that next time. Buy the um like do you always have to paint them yourselves or we choose to pre painted. No, you can you can't buy them pre painted, but some people actually pay others to paint their models for them. Yes, they do. That's what I would do. You'd pay someone else? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I love painting. It's fun. It could be a pricey thing to do, though. Like people who are really good at painting um, armies can can fetch a pretty hefty price. So yeah, man, that would be a great stoner job for me. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, think, still, I bet there's a lot of detail work. Though. I, I mean, no, I could do. I'd be saying, but like, I'll be like, oh, sleep until two, and then I'm painting figurines. <laughs> Telling my I mom think, and dad, uh, I'm got a job with the insurance agency or some, you know, it would be something totally different. I'd have I fake believe, cards printed up. I I heard a rumor that Dayton's ex-mayor uh, painted miniatures for for a while. Really for nice. <laughs> you hear it here first on Six Minutes. <laughs> Dayton's ex-mayor painting minis. So I'll tell you which one. <laughs> oh yeah, see if you keep them guessing. That's how you get the hits on the social media content. At 6B1P on Twitter. Browns lost uh, a week ago, I guess, about, right? Eight days ago, they lost to the Steelers. 30 to 9 in a terrible game to go 2 and 8 now on the season. 
And the Browns have lost five straight, and they're 2-13 and 13 in their last 15 games. We're going to continue the disappointing stats really fast so we can get through them and talk about other stuff, including making fun of the team that beat us. They only had a total of 15 yards rushing in the entire game, which I find to be unbelievable. From four guys on 14 attempts. Nice. Is that the lowest ever in a game? No, I bet you there's lower than that, but that's still sad. That's, yeah. And as Sherry mentioned, 14 attempts, so that's like averaging a yard. 12 penalties for 188 yards, (laughs) which is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Pittsburgh only had five penalties and 50 yards, and the Browns also had three turnovers, a couple fumbles and interceptions. But to make things even crazier, thank you ESPN.com for giving me all these great bulleted points. The Browns had the ball more, Sherry, 32 minutes to 27 minutes for the Steelers. Is this against the Steelers? But yeah, we watched that game. Where did we? Was this when we went to the Devil's Kettle with Steven? No, we watched it at Arts Oh, right. Which okay. like, yeah. They had the same number of drives, the Steelers and the Browns. And in fact, the Browns had more plays. Like they had six more plays the whole game than the Steelers, and they still lost their defense. Yeah. Bring you back down from your Warhammer figurines that we should have kept talking about. <laughs> Yeah, we could turn this into a Warhammer podcast. Yeah. Fairly easily. It would be a seamless I transition. I bet your listenership would go way up. Yeah. Well, it's, it's appealing to the Dave demographic. <laughs> it Dave is. Dave demographic is crucial to this show. The What could the B's and P's stand for if it was about Warhammer? Um, Bretonians <laughs> and then other things. Yeah, that sounds that sounds reasonable. <laughs> That's only one B. <laughs> and a P. Oh, man. Pole arms? Paladins? <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Pole arms? It's like a stick with a pointy thing yeah. on the end of it. You know, you, you can put anything on a stick and it becomes a pole arm. An axe, a mace, some sort of pokey thing. Hedge trimmer. Hedge trimmer. Oh, yeah, hedge trimmer on a stick. That's a serious weapon right there. Even Fine. Travis Coons missed an extra point. Oh. And Johnny Manziel at least looked a little more interesting than Josh McCown, but he didn't do very well. I mean, he threw for 372 yards, but he didn't, like, really do anything. So uh, uh, can I tell you my experience with that game? Go ahead. Okay, so... Wait, wait hold on. Warhammer or the Browns game? <laughs> <laughs> the Browns game. Both. we got some time to fill. No, no, no. The Browns game. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So I had something to do at Wright State, and then it was Thanksgiving, so it was going down to Randy's. What's Thanksgiving, Chris? Oh, Thanksgiving. It's like what they do, make the audience feel like they know along with you. It's good hosting. Solid hosting. Jerry hasn't been on since I've been a good host. (laughs) (laughs) Do it a little bit closer while Chris is talking. She's playing with the part up in studio. (laughs) (laughs) so it's an annual gathering uh where we eat thanksgiving food (laughs) what just happened yeah what was that jerry farted (laughs) (laughs) yes okay go ahead thanksgiving be nice that's disrespectful (laughs) he's very red only Dave and Luke and Dan are listening. Maybe Ian and Brian. Since <laughs> Max five people. Six. Of, is there a guy listening to the live hangout right now? I don't see anyone. All right. So the lonely masturbator is not tuning in. <laughs> We're so thanks gaming. Go ahead. Ian's been to one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just eat, you know, turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and pie and play board games all day. Mm-hmm. And probably get drunk too for yeah. most people. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, fun. So it's great. You guys should come. Um, it already happened. Well, yeah, come next year. Yeah. Around this time. <laughs> it'll, it'll probably happen at Chris's place or not. It could happen someplace else. Yeah. Randy's was awesome. He yeah. made us two turkeys. He deep fried a turkey mm-hmm. and he roasted a turkey. We should have went to that. I feel like he we- made chorizo cornbread stuffing. It was amazing. When was that? When was that? It was the day of the Steelers game. Oh, we could have totally went. No, 
No, I had a 5K. You had a 5K. So, Sorry. My, my experience with the game was I got to Wright State and checked on my phone, and I think we were down like three to nine. Was that ever the case? Probably. And I get inside. One of my colleagues is like, hey, look at this. You're a Browns fan. And it's Johnny Manziel getting his what looks to be his head turned around 180 right. degrees from front to back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. Um, just a gif of that on repeat, you know. So I saw that. Then I finished my stuff at Wright State. I got home to change, and we were losing horribly. And I is Gilbert still a receiver? Uh, cornerback. Oh, shit. What's uh, oh, our, um, I think you're thinking of Gabriel. Gabriel, yes. I saw Gabriel uh, nearly get a first down on a uh, fourth down, I believe, but also Uh, get his leg crushed in a weird way. But he was fine, but it just bent in a horrible, awful Uh, way. And then I drove to Hamilton. Good call. Um, I watched it, and I was excited to, as with my continued tradition of not really basing my Sundays on it, I did share an event, and I went and walked this 3K at a 5K, and then watched the game after, but I ended up watching with someone who had recorded it. So I actually did watch the part I missed, which, you know, made it. I was like, okay. And I sort of, you know, I mean, I don't expect to win, but it was a pretty awful game. Mm. We'll talk about how that's a positive thing a bit later. There's was another that, thing I learned in hosting school. Was Thanksgiving in Hamilton? Yeah, yeah, it was. At Randy's house. Do you drink any of the tap water? Uh, no. Uh, no, no. It was recently named the best tap water in the world by like the International Tap Water Association. <laughs> Are you a member of the International Tap Water? How do you know that? The news was just that big. Wow. Okay. Hamilton, Ohio. Did you see Slim Jesus? No, I did not see oh. Slim, Slim Jesus. Mm. Although I saw, you know, regular a couple, Jesus. A couple uh, guys who may be in his posse. <laughs> there you go. Chris Poland. Member of Slim Jesus' no, 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 I claim that, possibly. I don't want to be affiliated with Slim Jesus. He seems dangerous. He does seem a bit dangerous. I'll give you that. All right, that's enough talk about that crappy game. The Browns suck. Same thing every week with that. We've been trying to keep it interesting for you. We'll move on to that with another segment of Let's Make Fun of the Other Team. Making fun of the other team. Uh, this time's on the Steelers, which is super easy to do because they're they're the worst. Like, do you know before I get started about this? Playoffs? The bat, is there me? a trashier Playoffs? human being you in existence than a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? I can't comment on that, man, because I know Steelers fans. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show. No, but no. you don't make fun of like everybody. People. You oh. make fun of the team. That's different. Let me tell you this. I don't know anything about the Steelers because I know next to nothing about football. Uh, We've established this in a previous podcast. It's true. Uh, But what I do know, and forgive me if I am incorrect, but uh, from my understanding that the Steelers are the only team that goes out and finds, like, sexual perverts and puts them on their team. Is that I correct? think ev- I'm pretty sure every team has some <laughs> and uh, like terrible people. Okay, the only team with a rapist, yeah, dog fighter, right? Yeah, yeah, you have a rapist and a dog fighter. That's impressive. Are they so, the same person? No, uh, but they're both quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty high. That's it's pretty spotlight position. To be a, a, a dog rapist, or whatever you said. Yeah, dog rapist, I mean, for the <laughs> most part. This game, which I think has to be intentional, the Steelers did a celebration of their 2005 Super Bowl win. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> See, I mean, you know, that's just bad move, dudes. You guys suck. So you want a Super Bowl. At least we don't suck that bad. Why don't you celebrate that shit in January? Yeah. When we play you again. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Yeah. I found some good names. All right, yeah. Our our normal, um, you know, uh, Steelers roster favorite names. Chris, do you want to go first here? Yeah, I like Bud Dupree, just because that's a cool name. And I give points to Will, or as I will refer to him, Willie Johnson, because both names can be slang Ooh, for penis. That's a good point. <laughs> Old Willie Johnson. I like it. We're waiting for ours to load. There is like a lady giving me a dumbass thumbs up over here on the left. Daniel, that is a crazy cool first name. Oh, yeah, he is Mike Vick now. Mike Vick. <laughs> Mike Vick. What about a uh, Roosevelt Knicks? Is that, like, to confuse people? Like, <laughs> I'm not Michael Vick. I'm Mike Vick. <laughs> Mike Vick, good to meet you. NFL quarterback, Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Clifton Gethers sounds like the bad guy in, like, a, you know, teen rom-com. Mm. What about Shamarco Thomas? Snyder, do you have a favorite name? Uh, I don't know. Ooh, Xavier Grimble? Yes. 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 What about old uh, – oh, they have LJ Fort now. Remember, he used to be for the Browns. Ooh, Fitzgerald Toussaint, you fancy asshole. <laughs> All right. Maurice Pouncey, good name for a Ooh, cat. Maurice Pouncey, yeah, good name for a cat. Crappy name for a football player. We got, we got some news and notes uh, before we head to break. Just a few things. Johnny Manziel took the bye week and went and partied down in Texas. He uh, photographed inside a DJ booth with a bottle of champagne. Uh, are we back to partying, Johnny? He, he does not look sober in that photo. <laughs> no, that, is, that is a fair... Is he sober? <laughs> Sober, like well, totally off the he went to rehab for a while. Yeah, more than most people, more, most famous people go to rehab, right? Like he spent two months there or something. That's a long time to be uh, in rehab. Yeah, can you imagine the shitty music that Johnny Manziel plays when he takes over your DJ booth? <laughs> Ugh. I bet he I plays Bernie looking- Bernie over and over again. <laughs> I did. I did see when I was looking for Bernie tweets that one of those referred to him as John Manziel. <laughs> John Q. Manziel. Another news and note: Peyton Manning tied to the Browns' front office this week when it came out that the Browns could be one of a few locations for Peyton Manning to go to in the future to work in the office instead hmm. of as a quarterback. The best was when I told Sherry about this. Your immediate reaction was, oh, no, Peyton Manning shouldn't play for the Browns. And I was like, no, 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 not as the quarterback. But the important thing is that's immediately where the natural thought process goes, right? What do you think? That was my initial thought, yeah. Well, well, give me your reaction to both Peyton Manning as Browns quarterback and Peyton Manning as Browns front office guy. At the same time? Either way. Suspension I, of disbelief. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, you know, he would come to Cleveland and, like, I think literally have his head torn off in the first mm. game or something, you know, like where uh, some sort of disc flies out of his <laughs> spine or something. That would be terrible. Yeah. What about as a front office person, which I think is really what this rumor was about? Sure, whatever. I don't know. I think he would be surprised right. Surprisingly effective. He probably knows stuff about football. <laughs> I would imagine more than probably we do. Yeah, Sherry. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? Did you just say that regardless of where we were at in the outlines, it would have worked anywhere? <laughs> no, I just I don't think it matters. I was reading this article about Johnny Manziel. Partying or not partying? He won't confirm. <laughs> not confirmed. May have been partying. I don't know. I, I think that picture says a lot of things. Manziel hinted that the video of him posted Friday night with the bottle in his hand could be old. You know, <laughs> great. You know, there's all kinds of people that come out. He said videos can be old. Videos can be all kinds of different things. So, like I said, 
I'm in a state to be able to speak on it because my focus has been on this today, blah, 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 stuff about football. I'm not going to speculate on it right now. Asked specifically if the video was old, Manzel said, I haven't seen it, so I can't speak on it. There you go. Not answering whether that was a thing he did this weekend. I always love it when you know what the name of an episode is going to be when it gets said in the episode, and this one will be known as Videos Can Be All Kinds of Things. <laughs> they can be a tiny, beautiful man with fairy wings. <laughs> all kinds of things. Oh, Johnny. I kind of like our, like, jackass party and dude quarterback. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Ultimately, we're going to have lots more quarterbacks. That's the Browns thing. So this one's more interesting than Brandon Whedon, who I meant to look up to see what his deal was this week. I believe he got cut by the Cowboys since we last were on air. And then I thought somebody picked him up. I thought the Texans, but I'm going to try to look. I could be wrong. The Browns now dead last in the ESPN power rankings. Do you guys? Yeah, our team sucks. To no one's surprise, right? Yeah, they're literally the worst now. For a few weeks there, I think you could make the argument they might not have been. Do they have the worst record? They are tied uh, with two other teams, the Chargers and Titans. They're All three of them are two and eight. Oof. But the Chargers and Titans, I believe, have both beat the Browns. Right? Is that correct? What were the two wins? We beat, I don't even remember now, the Ravens maybe the first time? Did we play the Ravens? Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. Yeah. It is a bummer. What a disappointment. Yeah, even for the Browns, kind of a disappointment. I feel like we've been keeping the hope alive pretty good here. And speaking of that, I wanted to make a note before we went to break the this Sunday will mark three of the last four Sundays with no Browns football. Uh, they have the Thursday night game against the Bengals, a bye week, and then Monday night game coming up against the Ravens. So, you know, enjoy your Sunday a little bit more, I guess. Yeah. All right. We've been going to lots of historical sites on Sunday. And parks. Hiking. It was a cemetery. Why don't you tell them before we go to break about the Pioneer Cemetery? We went to a Pioneer Cemetery on Sunday. Um, that's right in the middle of Stroud's Run State Park. Cool. Really? That's well, interesting. It was spooky. So, and yeah. uh, it started snowing and it was pretty neat. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. So, yeah. That was frozen pioneer tears. <laughs> <laughs> and then the frozen pioneer zombies came after us. <laughs> Like fright. There was that creaking of the door while we were looking at the Pioneer Summit. So you walk like, for those of you out there who've been to Athens before, at Stroud's Run State Park, Dave, Stroud's Run State Park is slightly outside of town. We should say Dan and Luke too. They were mad. They said that they listened. They didn't like that we just brought up Dave. Yeah, they've probably been to Stroud's Run though. They've probably been to Stroud's Run. So. Kind of as you're first pulling into Stroud, there's an area to the right, like even before you get to the lake, and that's a trail that goes off. Actually, eventually wraps back around to Sells Park, which is another park in Athens. But there's a little path where basically it goes through like the old farmstead that was on this property, the, the family that donated it. And yeah, it was their farm. So it was a kind of a brick ruins, you'd say right there. Like a, a foundation of a building. Yeah. And then you walk... I don't know how much further into the woods down this trail, not very far. And then you went up like a little hilltop and there was like pioneer graves, Hmm. which is kind of weird to come across in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. But then we heard doors creaking. (laughs) For real. Or it could have been like a tree that was getting ready to fall because it was pretty windy, but still it was creepy. Either way, it could have been like pioneer coffins opening up. Oh, then I, skeletons. I get cocky about the name of the show and then a phrase like Pioneer Coffins gets tossed around. <laughs> We're going to take you to break here on 6Bs and a P. Maybe it's me convincing Brian Weeby to do a broken bandwagon in his new fatherdom. Is he? I don't know. We should all text him right now during the break. Yeah. I think it should just be like Two or three solid minutes of baby crying. <laughs> Beautiful. Either way, I don't want to think about what to put for the break this week. And uh, we'll be back. Six B's and a P. AquabearLeach.com. All guests via the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Fresh line.
Risk and rewards, man. I'm worried about your durability. I, I mean, I really am. I mean, 345 carries and you're throwing a football. I mean, you're going to take some of these hits in the pocket anyway. Ooh, that's a good shot. You remember this one? I do. I, I, my, my jaw remembers that one. What are you saying right here? Probably uh, it was a little high, <laughs> sir. Damn. It's a little high. But you're not the biggest quarterback I've ever seen, but the toll of these hits... The bells add up, don't they? Yes, sir. Never missed a game, though. Never missed a game. What happened on this? So uh, when I pulled to, to stretch out for extra yardage, he kind of just rolled naturally. He rolled, and I pulled, and it jerked my knee for a minute and went back in, kind of a scare. We play 16 games in the NFL, man. That didn't even count the money games. So when you throw the ball right here and you, you hurt your finger against Mississippi State, which finger was it? Let me see which finger was it. Thumb? Thumb. Look at that. Hard to throw with a bad thumb, isn't it? Sir. Man, Auburn, this was this one hurt. What happened on this one? I was going to go into him with my left shoulder, and then I uh, actually fell and turned and, and landed on that right shoulder. Let's just remember these pictures, though, okay? I don't want you to miss practice. Because you know what happened, I think, late in the year? Your thumb was screwed up. Your shoulder hurts. You miss a little bit of practice, but the days go on. You got to go down to Louisiana, and you missed practice before this game, didn't you? Couple and it's times. raining like hell. But as you look back on all those running plays, all those hits that took their toll. Don't be mad, because you got ass. You going for barbecue? What kind you getting? Hi, this is Ernest Viner. Former Browns player, you're listening to Six B's and a P on AquaBearLegion.com. Snyder, do you want to bring us back? Uh, I don't know how to do that. And we're back. You would just say, yeah, something along those lines. Uh, I don't know. Uh, welcome back to Three B's and a P. That's not right. How many B's are there? Six. That's right. Welcome back to Six B's and a P. It matters. <laughs> it's, yeah, there's only a few things that matter. That might be one. But I think you should cut down the bees. <laughs> only three bees. Three bees and a pea. Brown's backing Brian's podcast. Yeah. I, I, I oppose. <laughs> You're not a big yeah. fan of cutting the bees? No. Cutting the bees. <laughs> well... We've promised to try to talk about Brown's current events as little as possible in this show, but I figured our other mission statement right now is to try to talk about things that might be funny or contain some sort of hope. And right now we're going to start a segment this week where we check in every week quickly on where the Browns are at in the draft for next year. And they're fucking number one right now. Yeah, worst yeah. team. <laughs> right? Worst so the Browns team. literally... If the draft was held today would have the number one pick, which I'm sure they'd waste on some sort of terrible football player. <laughs> Who is the number one person? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't prepare that information. I mean, they might need a quarterback. I, don't, I assume they probably do. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers and the Titans are second and third. They are also two and eight like the Browns. And then there's four teams that are three and seven, the Ravens, Lions, 49ers, and Cowboys. So, yeah, there you go. The Browns currently number one pick. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. We're going to do another segment of famous Browns of Browns history now. Yay! Testing very well with the Dave back there. Yeah, I thought it has been pretty good. We've done a few so far. You've heard us talk about famous Browns running back, not NBA superstar Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. right. We've heard about... Turkey Jones. Uh, Turkey Jones and Max Speedy. Those are the three members of the Browns. Browns of Browns history, Browns. Today's one of my favorites, and you know, in a way, it seems like an obvious choice because while there's very few parameters for this segment, 
<laughs> one is that I want them to be somewhat obscure. Okay. Like maybe a really big Browns fan knows it or it happened in a game that they actually watched. This guy's actually, one might argue, possibly a little too good to be in this segment. But he has an interesting sub-story that I think qualifies him, and that is Michael Dean Perry. Michael Dean Perry, you've been named to the Pro Bowl two times, All-Pro twice, and Defensive Player of the Year. What's next? I want the MDP. You got it. McDonald's announces the MDP, the Michael Dean Perry Triple Cheeseburger with Bacon. It's over a quarter pound of great cheeseburger taste covered with bacon. Add a Coca-Cola Classic, and it's even better. Man, this is so big, I can only eat 92 of them. The MDP, now only $1.99 for a limited time at McDonald's. And Michael Dean Perry is the brother of his more famous sibling, Refrigerator Perry. Mini Fridge. Do you think that's what anyone called him? <laughs> Probably at some Probably, point. Probably, yeah. He did have some sort of nickname. MDP was what he got called for a while. But he had some sort of nickname. Was that at after some point. the uh, McDonald's sandwich? <laughs> We're going to talk about that momentarily. Uh, but yeah, Michael Dean Perry. Did have his own sandwich. We'll lead with that. Besides being the Fridge's brother in the Fridge, of course, famous Bears. Mini Fridge. Defensive player. Michael Dean, Mini Fridge, Perry. MPs his initials, too. Which is not the initials of Mini Fridge. <laughs> um, well, but, you spell Fridge with a PH. <laughs> and, and just to give you the stats on this guy and why I think you know he's somewhat better than the three preceding people in this uh, award before him. He, over the course of a, looks like about eight, nine year career, he had 61 sacks and 13 forced fumbles and like over 500 tackles. And he played 148 games. Six time pro bowler. Yeah. Six time pro bowler. He played for the Browns mainly. During his good years, which is not something that most people say, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Chris, uh, if you have it open there, I believe they actually tell you, do you want to tell us about the sandwich? I sure do. Uh, it was called the MDP, <laughs> available in the Cleveland area. Um, and it was, at the time, the largest sandwich offered by nice. McDonald's. Um, It was exactly the same as the Big Mac, but with an extra meat patty and bacon. What? Good. It's like a stacker. Yeah, Sherry's right. It is like a stacker. It is like a stacker. My my favorite sentence is the last sentence, though, and that's the one you have on the outline. (laughs) Yeah, also my favorite sentence. Chris, why don't you go ahead and read it? Currently? Perry works at Jughead's in downtown Clemson. Jughead's has since closed down. Oh. So that's uh, not very current. You, or there is the possibility that he is in there to this day alone. <laughs> Along with it, Michael Dean Perry sits dormant. <laughs> Before uh, we finish, but yeah, MDP, I remember like, and, you know, as a kid growing up, I remember those years with the Browns. You know, that was like my first kind of, you know, years of watching football as a young kid. And I remember being like, yeah, Michael Dean Perry's awesome. But if you really think about it, it's sort of this like perfect Cleveland Browns thing, right? Like here we have this guy. We didn't get the fridge. Right. <laughs> we got like his brother. And like he's all right. Like he's not great, but he's got this sweet sandwich named after him. It's just like, yeah, that sums up the Browns right there, right? You know, it's not, he's not actually that great at football. Oh. Can we really quick, though, talk about what the Michael Dean Perry burger was marketed as in other sports markets? Go ahead. <laughs> Let's. Well, if you lived in Phoenix, Arizona, you might purchase yourself a Jason Kidd burger. Same burger. Same exact burger. What? This is crazy. Jacksonville, Florida called it the Bocelli Burger, named after Jacksonville Jaguars tackle Tony Bocelli. Nice. Uh, if you lived in Sacramento, you would order a Rory Sparrow Burger. Who the fuck is Rory Sparrow? 
lived in Canada. It was just called the Hockey Hero Burger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought the MVP was like a big deal. This was a thing McDonald's must have done. Just like, yeah. hey, you know, localized original sandwich. It's a great idea. Yeah. So, hockey, th- I'll take a Hockey <laughs> Hero Burger, please. This man died from eating too many hockey heroes. <laughs> they should have named it the Meat Death Punch. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the Mine Tavern in Nelsonville, Ohio, uh, they do have a burger called the Mine Burger that's sort of a, like, you know, bar food variation on the Roman <laughs> Burger for Mr. Hero. And it's, like, that mixed with a Big Mac sort of, and it's, like, basically, like, a double burger with the middle piece, you know, but they put salami mm. on both of them and like pepper jack cheese and a bunch of condiments. And the whole thing comes with a steak knife jammed through it. <laughs> and you can get a single mind burger, which is, you know, and I've never had one, but I've heard they're good. <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> Sherry. There's also a burger called the beef Wennington. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Bulls Center. Bill Whittington. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. We're going to do a whole side podcast at some point. It's going to be one PM extra sports burgers with Sherry Oliver. Can we do that? Name of my fantasy football team. Sports burgers. Sports burgers. Yeah, change the name on that. Dave loves when we talk fantasy. We've already brought in the Dave demographic considerably. Yeah, we've talked about Warhammer for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. God, Dave, suck on it. So, (laughs) just kidding, Dave. Love to have you on the show. We tried to get you on this week, so we would love to have you. But before we enter, uh, exit, I should say, the Browns, famous Browns of Browns history, I want to mention the three references at the end of the Michael Dean Perry Wikipedia are all amazing. The first one just says, Gaines Adams player profile at CBS Sportsline. So it's like some other football player. It seems normal. Number two, Beasley tops Perry Adams to become Clemson all-time sack king. Okay, so obviously the uh, fridge mini fridge went to Clemson, so he was a sack leader there. And then the third one is Michael Dean Perry endorses McDonald's triple cheeseburger with bacon. <laughs> I want to say this, though. I wish my nickname was Sack King. (laughs) (laughs) It can be, Snyder. I want to clear the record on Michael Dean Perry. Um, He actually owned that Jugheads. He did not work at the Jugheads. Okay. And uh, he owns a couple Subway franchises in the greater Charlotte area. Get yours, MDP. He's doing fine. We'd love to have him on the show, right? Great. Businessman. Get some Subway cookies from him. For Christmas. It would be super cool, too, to have him be like, this is Michael Dean Perry. You're listening to six B's in a P. I'd even let him throw in, like, visit my Subway, whatever, wherever the fuck that's at. Where'd you say, Kat? North Carolina? The greater Charlotte area. The greater Charlotte area. I'll give him a shout out right now. Maybe we could get him to sponsor the hot seat. Ooh, Subway Fresh or Take Fresh Line. Yeah. Line. Like Snyder's on that this week, I think, right? I am. I the, the Fresh Take Fresh line? Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. That sounds right. Sounds about right. Not affiliated with so, Jared. <laughs> yeah, not at all. I have nothing to do with that guy. 15 years. But Ian's not, Ian's not here again. Brian Weeby, new dad, I feel like definitely has an excuse. Ian, not sure, dude. Do you think Ian secretly had a baby? A baby out of wedlock? Well, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speak to rumors I've heard, but I've heard wedlock. He did get a cat. That's a big thing. Oh, God. I've heard that it cat ran like away in the internet video. I saw. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> so, I guess one of you guys has to do the music since Ian's not here, but it is time for the tweet of the week. And first, we'll do the Bernie Kosar tweets of the week. I've got three of them here. So um, most of them are retweets in responses to photos. And I'll take the first one here. It was a response to the question at Bernie Kosar QB. Just curious, 
what was your main factor in not choosing to attend OSU back in the day? That's from a fine gentleman by the name of at God hates two one six, which would be Cleveland. <laughs> Bernard replies in almost what I would dare say, like very understated pronunciation and punctuation by Bernie. Buckeye fan was not recruited by, and I needed a scholarship to go to college. So, Hey, fuck off. Ohio state is what Bernie's trying to say. He went and got his. I liked that. And it was like, I feel like it was well-written. It didn't have all these capitals and stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty good for him. Yeah, it's pretty good. Buckeye fans in caps, but I think he's referring to somebody. No, he's saying, no, he's, saying he's a Buckeye, Buckeye fan. fan. Oh, yeah, love, but yeah. I wasn't recruited by them. And you could argue that's fairly right. Fan probably shouldn't be capitalized. No. But, yeah. But he's close. Yeah. Didn't even put a punctuation at the end. Did you notice um, that the guy who tweeted him was at God hates two sixteen? Yeah, Cleveland. That's Cleveland's area code. Oh, I get it. Chris, do you want to read one of the other Bernie ones? Sure. Um, let's see. Someone tweeted uh, his name is just a bunch of random numbers and letters. Oh, it is. Yeah, that seems like a robot. But but he, he tweeted. You're the man, Bernie. I really want a T-shirt with a broken heart symbol on it. And Bernie says, thanks. I am technology poor, but I'm trying with my website. (laughs) (laughs) HTTP colon backslash backslash BernieCozar19.com. Yeah, that's pretty great. (laughs) What did you say, Cher? Meatloaf 19. Meatloaf 19. <laughs> Should we tell that story? No. No. All right, there's one other Bernie tweet that I couldn't help but put in. There was a photo of, apparently, you know, Bernie's got this restaurant, the one that we talked about before has those guitars in front of it, I think. Right? It came up in, in the podcast a few years ago. Bernie has a restaurant that we should go eat at. I mean, we should all go. I bet you it's terrible, right? <laughs> Probably. We saw his grill skills. So, oh yeah, he did have shitty grill skills. So Bernie posts a picture of some uh, beverages. It was like a birch beer and a root beer from his restaurant. They were like Kosar's drinks. And somebody responded to this and asked Bernie a question. How many of those does it take to watch the Browns? To which Bernie (laughs) responds, very good response, all caps. <laughs> My bad. Non-alcoholic, though. Sadly, I see your point. You are capital point, exclamation point, and no space for Bernie. He launches right into lowercase <laughs> beer, birch, root beer in parentheses, and ginger space, question mark. Wait, no, exclamation point. So I like that a lot. And we have some normal tweets of the week. I, Jason Pinkston, who doesn't play for the Browns, had two good ones this week. And one was in response to Johnny Manziel video of him partying with the champagne, you know? And Jason just said, and that's at Jason Pinkston, OL, he just said, oh, so y'all don't drink when your job gives you a couple days off? Extra days off. Right? Sure. Uh-huh. You didn't go to rehab, I guess, right? That's probably ultimately the difference. <laughs> He also added later on. Distance, yeah, he also added later on. An owl just landed on my tree stand. Pretty sure I just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then a pair of tweets that I thought were pretty good timing for current Browns uh, stuff, which is of course already thinking about the off season. One from Kevin Sullivan at Golf T Scully. Whatever, something like that. Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hashtag, hashtag three words, Cleveland fans fear. Browns trade down. Because, as we mentioned, they got the first pick. And Zach Jackson at Akron Jackson says, the Ravens costing the Browns the number one pick would be a Cleveland sports thing. <laughs> and he's right. So, like, yeah, if the Ravens beat them, 
Or wait, if the Browns, yeah, the Ravens beat them, they would have the tiebreaker, you know. They're both really terrible right now. So whoever wins this game <laughs> will not get the first pick possible. I wonder if, like, both teams will try to throw the game. <laughs> that can make for a very interesting game. And a remarkable game, yes. I'd like to watch that. But only if that that's what happens. Otherwise, it'll just be sad. All right, we're going to toss all of us onto the Michael Dean Perry, Greater Charlotte Area Subway 6B1P Fresh Take Hot Seat. We are? Yeah. Sizzle up those hamburger patties, all three of them. Okay. We got sizzle, nobody sizzle. back there. The interns are all on Christmas break. Christmas? Thanksgiving break. How does this work? I don't understand what's happening. I'm going to ask you guys questions. And you, you got to answer the them. I'm coming up with them. They're already in my head. <laughs> okay. And they're all about Thanksgiving. All right. Okay. So what? what? Hot seat. Question one. Start with Chris. Favorite part of the turkey? Oh. Thigh. Snyder. Breast. Sherry. Skin. We are going to make an audio clip of Snyder saying breast over and over again. (laughs) Question two, favorite side dish. I know this is cliche sometimes, but I do think it's important to check in on this. Start with Snyder. Mashed potatoes. Poland. Stuffing. Sherry Oliver. Favorite side dish. In like that, I'm actually going to eat on Thursday, or favorite side dish? Favorite Thanksgiving side dish. You didn't answer my question. Favorite side dish. Homemade cranberry sauce. Oh yeah, my family does not do the homemade cranberry sauce. That's why I asked the question. Yeah. I like stuffing a lot, and you made some good stuffing the other night, even though it was full of my kryptonite onions. It was good. All right, next question. Favorite pie? Thanksgiving pie slash dessert, but I prefer pie. Sherry. Is this pie corner? Pie corner. (laughs) Pie corner. Come get you a slice. Pie corner. It's hot and it's nice. Snyder, favorite pie? Key lime. That's not a Thanksgiving pie, though. I don't care. The question was favorite pie. Favorite any, any, any kind of pie can be a favorite Thanksgiving pie. Two part question. <laughs> Two part question. Favorite pie overall? Snyder. Okay. Uh, key lime pie. Okay. Favorite Thanksgiving pie or dessert? Uh, hmm. Uh, probably pumpkin. Chris Poland. Snyder's the basic bitch. Do you have a better answer? I I don't necessarily think like I don't like Thanksgiving pies necessarily. Mm. What is it? Just pumpkin and pecan? Probably, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean there's like pumpkin roll, there's other various That's desserts. A dessert, which would be We opened it up to desserts. Right? Okay, sure, pumpkin roll, whatever. You those your family does and they do them for Christmas almond too, strudel. the almond strudel, sure. which I would associate with holidays of the winter. Mhm. Right? I, you know, I usually, and it's, you know, Mama Joe's pies from Lorraine. I think any of the cream pies, I like a good coconut cream pie. For Thanksgiving? Why not? I also go to Lorraine for holidays. So if I'm going to have a Mama Joe's pie, it's got to be in that vicinity. I only like homemade pies for Thanksgiving. There we go. I'll eat whatever. (laughs) I send it over here. Let's see. What else? Favorite? Thanksgiving tradition, Snyder. Uh, whew. pass. Pass. Hotsy, <laughs> Chris Poland. Um, celebrating sloth and gluttony. Yes, Sherry Albert. Short work week. Tomorrow's my Friday. Hotsy, 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 Snyder. Uh, hotsy, 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 hotsy. Ah. I would say celebrating, celebrate, celebrating. You know those stupid costumes that the pilgrims had. I guess they weren't costumes at the time, huh? It was just no one's ever given a wrong answer on hot seat until now. 
<laughs> the pilgrim's costumes is the shitty answer, Snyder. Well, I'm a shitty person. How about that? Oh, no, we're not going that <laughs> Pull down and see for a second. But heat it back up because I've got another question for you. Okay. What will you guys be doing after Thanksgiving? Probably be in a turkey coma, is my imagine, I imagine. Hosting. For me. Sherry? Driving back to Athens. That's right. Because I will be in a turkey coma. Chris Poland. Uh, I will be hanging out with some of my family from Minnesota. Mm, Minnesota. We had a great episode about Minnesota. Yeah, they're coming to visit. All right. Go my bikes. family from Minnesota not visiting. Not coming to visit. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. All right. uh, I think it's okay. It's all right. Have you guys ever been to Minnesota? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Snyder. <laughs> Snyder. Yes, he has. I, yeah, I have. Are you talking for him now? It seemed kind of weird. No, he said yes. He just didn't hear it. Yeah, that's true. And he's also right. talking for me. <laughs> Both. <laughs> All right. So I hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving, though. That was nice. It's like a little 6B1P turkey hot seat. Uh, shout out to our uh, fans and co-hosts that could not have be here today, Brian Ian. Ian is, I imagine, very muscular now. By now, I haven't seen him, so, but if I've heard about his muscles, Browns Ravens Monday night, November thirtieth, as we mentioned, yet another Browns free football Sunday. I think that the injuries to Joe Flacco, who blew out his ACL and maybe MCL the other day. And Justin Forsett, their running back, makes this game actually winnable for Cleveland. Because the Ravens aren't very good, and then they lost their quarterback. Yeah, but do we want to? No, I don't think we want to. Right? I mean, does it matter if the Browns – I mean, I guess if you get the number one pick, you get your pick of anybody, that they'll pick wrong. <laughs> but, I mean, does it, like they're not going to go much higher than, like, four probably, right? It's got to be – they have this. Yeah. I feel like some of those teams are better than the Browns that are near them. Well, all of them are. We're last. Yeah. You're right, technically. Yes. And the fact that they're going to continue to lose will continue to make them last. This game actually is against – they play this and they play the 49ers in like two weeks, and both of those are against really bad teams. So those are your chances, your danger chances of accidentally winning. (laughs) The last time uh, the Browns won was against the Ravens on October 11th of this year. They won 33-30 to in overtime. So that's one of the wins, the Ravens, we were talking Mm -hmm. about earlier. Josh McCown threw for 457 fucking yards in that game. Wow. Brown's regular season franchise record, which on this show caused Ian to proclaim that our record books were being full uh, of terrible players. So, yeah, I don't know. I think the Browns might accidentally win this game. And I guess I I don't like the Ravens. So, I mean, whatever. I prefer the, the logical part of me says that I don't want them to win it. But I still, you know, would like to watch them beat the Ravens, I guess. Because fuck those guys. Yeah, I mean, they, they're terrible. Well, you've but seen them beat them once, right? Like, already this season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Snyder brings up a valid point. If they went one-on-one on the year, I think I'm okay with that, too. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, if the Browns are 2-14 and 14 and have the number one pick, it might really be the best thing at this point. But they that 49ers game might create a problem, too. They could accidentally win that game. Those guys are really... <laughs> That was my fake team for a little while. And actually part of the reason I decided we should cancel that segment was how terrible the 49ers were. <laughs> it was really weird. It was like a weird Browns alternate universe. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Monday night game. That used to mean something, but I don't really think Monday night football is a big deal anymore. Yeah, just another day. Yeah. No. Nothing okay. special anymore. Well, How do they decide who plays the Monday night football? I think Monday night – I know that everybody plays a Thursday night game, I think. Mm. Like there's 
16 weeks and two teams each week, and they each play like once. And it's usually like a divisional game. Sunday night and Monday night. I think Sunday night especially is usually always good teams. Like I think they pick better teams. Like the Browns don't play on Sunday night. And that used to be Monday night, right? It used to be Monday mm-hmm. night's feel when it was like on ABC. But now Monday night's on the ESPN, and it's kind of shitty, and like Dennis Miller ruined it a few years ago. So now it's like not great teams, but I think it's better than Thursday still. Follow-up question. Yes. Um, who sings the current theme song? Mm. I think you're thinking of the Sunday night football but, and Monday night. We should see who sings the current version. Who was the, wasn't it Hank? Hank third? Williams Jr. did the one that was like, Are you ready for some football? Oh, my router, yeah. But then there was also a member of the grade that was like, Sunday Night Football on NBC. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, I let Chris having fun on TV. (laughs) Walking footballs and shaking titties. That's what I Sunday Night Football, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. I yeah, feel like I would have remembered that. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound familiar. No, that's totally it. Really? Yeah. Even the shaking titties? Oh, part? yeah. Lyrics. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anybody who stuck around that long in our podcast got a little gem there. They call that Easter egg. <laughs> so, what that is, Cherry's looking that up. I want to stay on air for a few more minutes because I'm curious. Because I don't know if ESPN does the big theme song thing. Like when it was on ABC, you're right. It was like a huge fucking deal. Like, that was like a song that went to number one, like Rowdy Friends or something it was called. Oh, yeah. God. Um, an instrumental piece called Heavy Action. Oh, that's It was composed in 1970 by Johnny Pearson. Yeah. Good. Fuck off. Johnny. Johnny Pearson? Is, is there, is there <laughs> the, any other? The Johnny Pearson. <laughs> yeah. If you're thinking of... But, yeah, I mean, I guess to answer the Monday Night Football question as far as, like, whether teams are any good, the Browns and Ravens are playing on Monday night. So they've obviously dumbed it down a little bit. The Ravens are 3-7 and seven and the Browns are 2-8. and eight. The drizzling shit. <laughs> <laughs> Monday night. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So real fast, just to close out this episode, our choices are videos can be all kinds of things. The drizzling shits. And it was a pioneer coffins. (laughs) Right? Do you guys have any preferences? Uh, You're the editor, man. You make those difficult calls. Anybody? You're editing, right? (laughs) Yes. Fix it in post. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks to the three of you for being here this week. Is it over? Yeah, I think we're over, right? Okay. Anything else? Anybody need to add? No, just uh, thank you for having me. It's always okay. a delight. Yeah. Uh, not Thanksgiving related, but uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that the Athens County Sheriff's Office just finished an operation that they named Hide and Go Seek. Uh, to find sex offenders in the county. (laughs) (laughs) And hide and go seek. Nice. Classy. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. (laughs) Luke, Dan. Brian Weeby. Brian Weeby, Ian, Michelle. Michelle, Nico Weeby. Baby Jesus. Turkey, Turkey the Snowman. Muhammad. Muhammad and everybody. But not yeah. ISIS. Not yeah. ISIS. Fuck Happy Thanksgiving to everybody but ISIS. Worse than the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> it goes ISIS, Steelers, Ravens. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we won't talk politics on this show, but yeah, you you guys suck worse than the Steelers. Which no fun... And they're also right up there, too, with, like, that guy that everybody knew in high school that was just kind of, like, loud, annoying party guy. Like, he'd show up at the party and, like, <laughs> that guy, he's right That's up there. Ice to Steelers. And then Raven. <laughs> All right. You can find us on Twitter at 6Bs and a P at number six letter B, number one letter P. 
tweet at us. We try to get on there occasionally and post some stuff. Uh, just earlier, I retweeted that fantastic gif of the Johnny Manziel fan. You can also find us on Facebook by searching Ask6Bs in a P, and you can find all previous 61 episodes of this show on AquabearLegion.com. Your one source for force. And my favorite aqua bear themed website that hosts a football related podcast thanks to chris jerry isn't that crazy i count Brandon Whedon.